Are you listening to this episode on Himalaya? If you are, congratulations, because you're already using the best new podcast app out there. If you're not, well, you're a loser and missing out, so get it together. Uh, whether you're a podcaster or a fan, Himalaya is designed with you in mind and has a ton of cool new features like curated shareable playlists and collections made just for you, along with personalized recommendations to help with content discovery. And the best part is, it's super easy to use. It's definitely my favorite listening app, and I'm sure it will be yours too. So do yourself a favor and download Himalaya today, and be sure to follow my show, Worst Firsts, once you're there. Bye. Guys, we are live on Worst First with Miss Alice McMunn. She is a professional dancer and a a dick sucking. She's a professional dancer. She's a model. She's multi-talented. Um, you can follow her on Instagram, which is just at Alice McMunn, right? Or is it? It's it's official Malice McMunn. Malice McMunn. And I had to put official Malice McMunn because there is um, a fan page too. Bless my fan page. I love her to death. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm private because I have crazy, crazy stalker haters. So. so make sure you go to her page and send her some love. Send her a friend request. She's got really cool content. She posts, posts awesome photos and you're a dancer. Yeah. You dance at Jumbo's Clown Room. No, no. Uh, Not Cheetahs. Anymore. Cheetahs. Sorry. No, Cheetahs. Are, I mean, Cheetahs. Jumbo's is great, too. I have a yeah. bunch of girlfriends that dance there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm more of a Cheetahs vibe. Cheetahs in Hollywood. Yeah. It's uh, on, it's on La Brea. It's, it's, no, it's, um, Cheetahs is like 4600 Hollywood Boulevard. I got exact address because wow. I get food delivered there all the time. I love it. You're like, 4600, my po- your Postmates guy's <laughs> listening. He's like, up. Oh, I know that yeah, address. Yeah, I've uh, been there. That's amazing. So how did you, this is going to be such a long podcast because I want to mm-hmm. know everything. Like, okay. I want to know how you got started. Ooh, that's a like long ass, how you- all these are long ass stories. And this is the thing, is like most of my stories kind of, like they, they would almost be like sad. Really? But like, that's okay. The, but the, no, but they're not sad because of how I ended up. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like when I tell the story, like I notice a lot of times when I tell stories about my history and my life, people are like, oh my God. And I'm like, no, but it's cool because I turned out great. Yeah, like, you're right? like, look at me now. I'm fucking killing it. I'm gorgeous. I'm fucking covered in tattoos. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm just, my best just life. the basic. I'm still alive. So, hey. There <laughs> you go. You know? Where did you grow up? I mean, that's the thing is I moved all the time. I didn't really grow up anywhere. I was born in, we, I was born in Vancouver, Washington. We lived there for maybe a year or two or something. My uh-huh. mom divorced my dad real young, uh-huh. which is, I totally get it, dude. Like, yeah. Totally get it. Okay. Um, but Totally. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and she moved us around a lot. Mm-hmm. She had a lot of boyfriends. She had a lot of husbands. We lived in a lot of places. Every time she'd get a new boyfriend, we moved Move. to wherever his family was from. Wow. Like, I lived in Montana for some time. I lived, like, a lot of it was Washington, Idaho, Montana, Oregon, like that Pacific Northwest-ish area-ish. Uh-huh. Um, she's originally her and my dad are from Walla Walla, Washington. That's a real place. Oh my God! I remember a commercial was like Walla Washington. Uh, yeah, vacuum well, cleaners. Bugs Bunny used to right, always right, say right. that. That's He's what like, it was. what's the magic password? Walla Walla, Washington. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, it's I a real know that place. Was a real thing. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you had a good childhood or a rough childhood? Would you well, say? Well, um, I mean, Tough. if if you consider, <laughs> I mean, to, there's always other compara- comparisons. There's people that had way, way worse, of than course, me. but to there. You. Um, I mean, we moved a lot. Never really um, had friends, and I was a dork. Like obviously, still. I mean, no. was was you was cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, like am a dork, and um, you know, when you get to know me, you'll be like, oh yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's she collects, a fucking nerd. She <laughs> collects VHS. No, you can't be a nerd unless you're smart. Dorks yeah. are dead. Dorks are dumb. Not, I wouldn't no. say dumb. <laughs> They're just um, specialists of different things that are not cool. Wow. For instance, You're my a curator VHS of uncool things collection, and it's not like it's not. I mean, I'm I making VHS cool, cool yeah. now, but yeah, like I think that's you know. cool. But um, <laughs> no, we moved a lot, and then um, uh, I don't. Okay, like I've said this in a couple of my podcasts. Like I've forgiven my mother for everything she's ever done. Bless her heart. She had a horrible alcohol addiction and she has never really been properly treated for that and her childhood trauma herself Mm -hmm. so when she was blacked out she may or may not have been a child abuser Mm -hmm. um and we may or may not well we definitely ended up in foster care me and my sister and i will say this like just another thing is i would still rather be physically abused by my mom to the point of near death like she did than be in foster care 
because um, the foster care system needs a lot of help. Yes, I actually, I have my best friend was adopted and uh, she told me um, her parents were heroin addicts and they both died of a heroin overdose and she got put into the system when she was six. <laughs> and she remembers she goes to this foster care lady's house and she says, um, you know, they say, hey, this is going to be, you know, where you're staying. And this lady has like eight kids there already. And she Oh, was yeah. Like, those are foster farms. I yes. was in one. You were in one, too? Yeah. So I call them farms because they're just in there to, to get, get a profit. Money, to get money. And so mm -hmm. she said as soon as the social worker left, mm. she was locked in a room. Mm. And she was fed mayonnaise bread sandwiches oh. pushed under the door. Yeah. Wow. She wasn't allowed to go to the bathroom. It was little prisoners. So, what do you want to share? Yeah, I mind? mean, my my um, first foster home wasn't that bad, and then I was like, um, we were actually giving back to our mom for a while, but then she proved she still wasn't um, treated, and then uh, we went um, to another foster home, and this was one of the foster farms, and that one oh, was. No. I will say that the. It was similar to being a stripper because it was like um, I think that's where I learned how to really like um, live in a group of women, you know, mm. and it was just like us eight girls and like my foster sisters and my sister. We are all, you know, had each other. So there was like there was that cool bonding part of it. Mm. But our foster mom was legit like Jabba the, Jabba the Hutt. And she used to sit behind a desk in the living room and just um, command us to do chores and things. And um, she would just order jewelry off QVC and um, food and like have us bring stuff to her. One of the good chores that you could get in this foster home was popping the pimples on her back. Ew! That was like you're getting the easiest chore. Like, and if you get in trouble, um, she some of the punishments would be she was never physically whatever but she would make us just do really insane chores like cut the lawn with scissors with literal scissors like out there if you got in trouble and um what a fucking psycho was she, she was, by herself no husband she was married and her husband was the sweetest thing oh he was he was like he's back then he was like Boeing's oldest employee he'd been with Boeing for like since they started and uh -huh. he was like you know older and he would just come home from work he'd work crazy hours obviously he didn't want to be home yeah and then he'd get there he was obviously like this isn't the way this should be but he was scared of her oh. and so he would just go in his room and just listen to classical music on headphones he didn't really do anything he was like non-existent what like, was the house like the house is just like um I don't know. It was just kind of like a suburban home with like multiple rooms. And they do just like the bare minimum to make sure that they can get paid by the state. So they each we had um, each bedroom had two bunks. And so there's two girls to each room. Uh -huh. And um, so, oh, no, the last room had four. Yeah. And um, there was always two extra beds that were for the girls that came from juvie. And we'd get a lot of girls that were coming in and out of juvenile detention. And we'd get robbed all the time from girls going in and out of that. And there's nothing you in can do about it. In that lady's house? You yeah, like when, you know, I remember one Christmas and all the gifts that we got were donated to foster care programs. And so we'd yeah. get gifts, you know, of course they'd be some like granny panties and some right. random socks and shit. You're like, you know, but thing. we'd still be grateful because right. it was like presents and we got to unwrap. And like a lot of us, most of us, including me, never got presents before. And we were just like, oh my God, presents, cool. Mm. I don't give a fuck if it's socks. We're yeah. so stoked. But I remember one Christmas, we all got like a bunch of donations and we were like, oh my God, it's so stoked. And we opened our presents, we got a bunch of stuff. And then we went to school the next day or something. And the one of the girls from Juvie just took everything. And I was like, to our foster mom, I was like, you didn't notice that she came in with one bag and she left with like three garbage bags of things. She literally even took my dirty panties. <gasps> I was like, this person just took all of our shit. That sucks. Just, that they didn't let you guys have locks for your rooms. I guess because she yeah, didn't nothing to go in was. God, so there was like how many girls in one house? At there the time? was always eight. Eight yeah. girls. Yeah. So that woman didn't work. She was just watching oh, you no. guys all day. No, she just sat there. And how much money do you get paid? Per um, child? I think it was around. I, back then, it was like the '80s, and I think it was like four hundred or something dollars. And then the per next, kid, yeah, a month. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Uh huh. So those eight kids, yeah, I, do the math. Yeah, I'm gonna get a calculator. I can't out. do that. Someone's already done either. it in their head because they're smart. Yeah, but I, I can't even add like two plus two, so I'm gonna use a calculator. So okay, so that's eight times uh, five is. Uh, Fuck, I'm retarded. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Eight times 500 is $4,000 a month. Yeah, she was making money, and that's what that's she was a just lot. getting jewelry all the time. Just QVC all and the she time. she didn't keep the house bling. nice for that money? No, we 
were the slaves. That was what we did. That was our chores. So we were supposed to get like a $5, $5 allowance every week for that. And it, we're all teen girls, right? Like in the 80s and like we still needed stuff for our skin and right. like, you know, like just take care of ourselves, you know? But like that, that we were supposed to buy all of that kind of stuff with our allowance. Right. But a lot of times she didn't approve of how we did the chores so we wouldn't get our allowance. And it'd be like, you can't get tampons then. You know, so because you don't get your, you know, like even back then when I was like a teenager and I didn't really wear makeup when I, I was a tomboy. Uh-huh. Like I know you talked about that before. Yes. I was a total, cl- total like tomboy. tree climbing yeah. tomboy, yeah. you know, just listening to metal, Beavis and Butthead, whatever. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Just didn't care that much about how I looked, but I did have bad skin. Uh-huh. I mean, have, um, no, you know, like just very yeah. oily person, though. Same. So I just needed like skincare stuff a lot. And, um, I just couldn't afford like yeah. anything, and then uh, like and, and tampons give you anything or like no treat you guys to anything. Never, Movies, I mean nothing. Nothing. We, I mean oh. they. We had TV and like you know we could watch TV and stuff out there, but it was like really most of the stuff, you know, the fun that we had was all with each other or mm. you know a lot of us um, snuck out a yeah. lot. We went out a lot. I mean I didn't as much because I was like a dork, you know. Yeah. But my older sisters did, and every once in a while I would go with, but I was always like. <laughs> why am I here yeah you know? like usually wow. I'd just be third wheeling it with one of the girls that had a boyfriend and I'd just be like mm. you're oh. like this is awkward yeah okay. <laughs> hey guys uh, I think I'm gonna go back to the foster home now yeah, and go pe- uh, pop this lady's back pimples right <laughs> that'd Ugh. be more fun Um. so wait so you were there till you were 18 no because so we got kicked out of that fo- when okay Real quick, the reason why we got kicked out of this foster home is my sister actually went through that foster mom kept files of how much money she made. And my sister found the files and we were looking at the money and we were looking that the foster care agency gives them a certain allotment of money for our personal incidentals. That's the tampon and like all that other kind of money. Mm -hmm. And that is supposed to be given to we shouldn't have to earn that. That's like for she got money to buy those things specifically. It's not like she had a pull out of pocket right you know and my sister we had house meetings all the time basically to get yelled at usually and um one of these house meetings you know she's like um you know berating us and all this shit and my sister brought up she's like so i noticed that there's this money and you don't use it and we have to and it's just we can't sometimes and and it's more money than five dollars a week like how much back back then sixty dollars like every two weeks would have afforded all the things I needed. Yes. You know, like not yes. 10. Anyway, yeah. um, so she kicked us out for that, for bringing it up. She kicked she basically out? She kicked my sister out, and, and that was my blood sister. She so she was like, do you want to stay? She was like, do you want to be with your sister? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, I'm not going to, like, let you kick her out, and I'm going to stay here. Right. So um, we went to another foster home, and that foster home, um, kicked my sister out too for having for not smiling enough like those people were just like and I ended up that time I was in a new school and I started making friends and I was like I'm gonna stay here this time and my sister went to like a farm like a legit actual dairy farm in the Pacific Northwest and I stayed because I wanted I was a city person where was already. that first person? this is like Everett Washington okay and then she went to like I don't know the name of the city. Some city where they just have cows. Wow. And um, it's just like. She got kicked out of there for not smiling? They just didn't like her attitude. How many kids were in that one? That was just me, her, and like one other little girl. And those foster parents were actually like abusing that girl. Like that girl, the little girl had like really bad mental health issues. Her mom like made her mentally unstable by like smashing her head with a frying pan and so this girl had like really crazy like violent rage all the time and like my foster parents would punish her for having outrageous like or rage attacks at school Whoa. by not feeding her <gasps> and so they'd like how is that legal i know like get her out of there oh no and you would see all this <laughs> yeah and i did like you tell the social worker or no yeah were... i did when i got kicked out of there like yeah. um because they i was just gonna leave i was like fuck these people i'm out of here and um then they called my caseworker and the caseworker showed up and she's like um so they said that you don't um Oh, by the way, those foster parents also got extra money from the state telling the state that I had an eating disorder and a sleeping disorder, which I never had. Um, My eating disorder was that they didn't feed me. 
and my sleeping disorders that I didn't like sleeping there because they were fucking rude. Ew. <laughs> so, um, so you didn't have any foster parents where you were like, these people are really cool. And yes, the last ones. The so, last because because okay. after I got kicked out of that home, yeah, the the caseworker convinced me to try one more family. How old were you at that point? Like sixteen. Okay. And so when I went to try out this other family, um, they. Honestly, like I, w- I was already so jaded from the system and so angry. Like I, I was always a nice kiss ass kid, but mm. at this point, I was starting to get like fuck everyone. Yeah, I'm like fuck these you've people. Been, like so many, seen yeah, so much you fucked up shit. Yeah, you so start to be like, people. oh, these people just want to use me too. Okay, cool. Mm. So like when I met them, I'm like, oh yeah, they're nice now. They're nice now, but they're gonna fucking turn the minute mm. I get up in there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just live with these people and I'll rob them. I'm gonna fucking rob them. And then, oh my god, dead. No, I got there and like um they were really nice. They turned out to be a really really nice couple and honestly, they were, were they, like Were you their only kid? No, cuz they well they're I was their only foster kid. Yeah, and their kids had already been grown. Their mm-hmm. kids were like my parents' age, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they had already had kids and like dealt with all that and they were cool. They were just like, "You know, we just still have all this money and love and mm-hmm. you know, and they were in a like nicer place wow. and Honestly, like once I started to get to know them, I was like, yeah, I'm not robbing these people. Yeah, they're they're like really awesome. Like them, yeah. But I still had it in me, like from my last foster homes, I never wanted to be a burden on some people. And I'm still like that. I'm like, oh, I, I don't ever yeah. want to be that burden. Mm-hmm. So um, I would do shit. But also, side eye, it was because I also like, already was like becoming an alcoholic drug addict myself like I would already like started drinking and partying and like I I did acid all the time and I sold acid and like you know so I was like 16 oh yeah I was already doing that like at school like I got Mm -hmm. kicked out of school because I was always like at um extra lunches selling acid and shit and shrooms and all whatever. the 16 year olds are just like they don't even know what the fuck's going on oh my god I mean I've, I wonder like kids nowadays if they are doing like the shit that Dude, me and I, my don't friends know. Were doing back I don't then, know. I don't know because I was like an innocent kid. I, mean, I didn't really do anything. I don't know. I look at my niece now and she kind of reminds me a of lot you. of me and my sister yeah. when we were young. And I'm yeah. always like, dude, I hope she doesn't party like we did, though. <laughs> like, I partied in like my 20s, like when I got to LA, but not as a, not as like a, a teenager. I remember being like traumatized by that stuff. I was like, Ugh. my brother did. My brother was always on acid. But so then you're 16, then you moved in with those people. You liked them. Mm-hmm. Are you still, do you still talk to them? Are they still nice? No, people? I don't know what no. happened to any of them because then that foster parent what happened is I hitchhiked to see my sister my sister went to college in um, like 300 miles away in mm-hmm. Walla Walla she went back there yeah and did college and um, I hitchhiked to go visit her there and my foster parents okay they were really like in hindsight they actually were really like dude that's hella scary like yeah you should be careful you can't be hitchhiking yeah. and like my mind was like, you can't tell me who, you know, who are you to yeah. tell me how to be? You know, like mm-hmm. I just, we got in a fight over that. Um, and really they were looking out for me, but I took it as you're trying to control me, yeah. trying to tell me how to live my life. Cause I wasn't used to being someone actually loving and caring about me. I was mm-hmm. just like, oh no, you just want to control me. And then, you know, the, the conversation turned to like, um, my music they were like oh well you listen to satan music and all this other shit i'm like you guys don't even go to fucking church yeah and like, then we started yeah. we started arguing about music and they were like yeah no you're going to hell and all this shit. Oh, i was like oh boy. really you fucking i was like the reason why the virgin mary didn't know the reason why the um whatever the, i was saying when i say i say the virgin mary didn't know who the dad was of jesus that's why she said that it was like whatever she just had a she was a whore I was she's like, like, yeah she didn't even know who the baby be daddy was what's that's, up that's fucked up yeah dead. yeah so oh that, they kicked me out after that they did they said leave yeah and um then i was homeless for nine years nine years yeah homeless yeah yeah i after that like from 17 to like you know so from there i like just started like living on the streets hitchhiking um i hitchhiked to portland i met like squatter punks i like started squatting you slept outside slept outside slept in abandoned buildings slept in dumpsters slept in whatever like just hitchhiked all over the place did whatever i was like i really thought back then when i was that young also that the world was going to end in like 2000 or 2001 so i was like i'm just gonna live my best life till it ends yeah it's gonna be over soon holy so. shit okay we're gonna get i'm gonna keep you here for like three hours because cool. i want to hear everything okay guys we're taking a quick break and then we will be right back with alice mcmahon 
Okay, we're back. Hi. That's the break. Hi, guys. I hope you had, I hope you enjoyed all those horrible. I'm not horrible. I'm gonna say, hope you enjoyed all those ads. See, I know people hate listening to ads, but I'm so grateful for all my sponsors, right. so I shouldn't say horrible. But you know, people hate that. They're like, oh, the ads. You know, I try to make them fun. I love all the products that I advertise. So honestly, you know. I've been I watch YouTube all the time. Yeah. I'm always on YouTube, and I've been noticing a lot of ads are really catering to like I feel like a YouTube personality type. Yeah, and like they're getting funnier. I yeah. saw an ad for like. I was watching, you know, your other podcast yeah. today, and I saw an ad for like um, some kind of like eco-friendly, like um, kind of like a Tide Pods, but they're like a. I, I wish I could remember the brand because that probably help you all. It's I like can't. a dildo. It's like a fucking Tide Pod dildo. They're like, yeah, check out these cool. Uh, they're eco-friendly uh, dildos. Oh you just plant them in the ground. No. You're done with it, and a tree grows. It's really, really great. Oh, that would be yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're done, when the battery dies and you can't fix How? it anymore, just put it in the ground. And a big dick I tree think grows. You just, yeah, yeah. I think I'm dick endorsing trees. this. Yeah, dick trees. Anyway, that's I love you. You're amazing. I'm so invested in your story. I like, know. I'm but just I feel sitting bad here like around a campfire. I'm telling you, they're not funny. They're no, just listen, always like this whole podcast isn't about like being funny. <sighs> okay. Like it's a real podcast. Like okay. I want to know. So, so you were you were homeless from mm. 17 to you said nine years. Yeah, yeah, about about ish nine years. And then you went to LA. Last, no, that, right? no, no, no. That no? story doesn't even go get there. Like it takes a while for me to get to LA because I had to. I mean, from the streets, I was, um, you know. Then I I started doing heroin oh, at seventeen, okay. like because I hitchhiked to San Francisco first, and yeah. the first day I was there, I shot up. I wow. was just like, well, this is what we do here. Oh you know? wow! And um, you weren't scared. I was like, you live once. Yes, you know? yes. Yellow my whole life. I was yeah. just like, whatever. And I wanted to try it. It was on my list. Honestly, I was always more scared of alcohol because of my family history than I was of other drugs. And, you know, I want to remind people something. The Internet did not exist back then, okay? Yes. And um, I did not know a lot of – I went into using heroin very innocent. You know, because back then it was just like you could read books about it. it. And, like, you – but I didn't – okay, like, and a lot of people that grew up in the city, they might have seen, like, what happens to junkies later on. Mm -hmm. But even in – Back in the 90s, mm-hmm. all the junkies that I was seeing around Seattle, even back then, they were like cool grunge rocker people. And it, yeah. was like, it wasn't really You're like it was just like a lifestyle thing. It wasn't like a horrible epidemic. I didn't. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, I'm sure it was, but I, yeah. I wasn't you seeing see the advanced of stages yeah. of it. Yes. Yet, you know, like it with most people, it just seemed kind of like a young party like a drug back then, drug. Yeah. you know, and it was like. You know, even when you know, celebrities were dying of it, I was like, well, yeah, fucking rock star life, you know, yeah. whatever. It's, you were like, you oh, know? you did too much, idiot. Like, you That's know what, what I mean? they did. Yeah, 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 you got to just be more careful. Yeah, be more it. careful. Yeah. Do less. Yeah. <laughs> just do a tiny bit. And then dude. I overdosed three times. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. had to get the fucking. No, no, because, okay, the first time. I was with a guy who I thought was so cool. Like, he wasn't a guy I wanted to, like, hook up with or anything. I actually, when I was homeless, I really didn't hook up like for almost that whole time until I ha- I was dating someone because mm-hmm. like I was homeless yeah like, yeah yeah I yeah was like, I was like disgusted they'd be like myself. let's go back to your place you're like okay cool it's this dumpster around <laughs> straight up like <laughs> yeah I mean occasionally like I had like a couple house punk friends that I would hook up with but mm-hmm. like I just you know and there was like yeah if I had a place where I knew I could shower then I would you know maybe have sex with someone who I was hanging out with but um were you I'll- ever scared sleeping on the street Surprisingly, not really. Really? Um, I mean, there was a lot of, like, there was some scary incidences that had happened, but, you know, it's like, I think that's why nobody ever really did anything to me also back then is because I just was a little probably suicidal, you know? Uh, it's like when you're in that mindset, you don't really live in a lot of fear because you're like, well, fuck it, I'm going to die anyway. What are you going to do? Yeah, me? yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like, you were just like, whatever. I was kind of like, yeah, I didn't really, um, you know, but like when I hitchhiked, I was always scared a little hitchhiking. Right, right. I right. always kept knives on me and I yes. was like, but like in my mind, I was like, yeah, if this person tries anything, I'm going to shank them yeah. and then I'm going to steal this car. Yes. Yeah. That's like how, how my mind went. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get a free car if they try to do that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what they get for yes, doing that. Yes, yes. But nobody ever fucking did. Wow. Somehow. Um, you know, like fucking got picked up by truck drivers all the time. I would fucking do fucking speed with them, do party, you know, wow. hang out like no, really. And you would and you would um sleep outside. Would you sleep in a group of people or would you be by yourself? So usually when I slept outside it was cuz 
I, I actually did not like sleeping outside. Um, I was really good at finding squats, and that's mm-hmm. like where you know you break into a, an abandoned, abandoned building house, and you yeah. sleep inside that. But I had one girlfriend. This girl, I was like, you know, in retrospect, I was like in love with her. Yeah. But like she was not into me, and right. I was like, oh, cool. I'll still be your friend. But yeah, like, yeah. I definitely did do whatever she said, you know, because right, right. I was like in love with her somehow. I yeah. think it's just like. Probably it was just mixed in with, like, a best friend vibe, and I just didn't get that she was, like, really not into me at all. Um, Which is fine. Yeah. You know, I'm always one of those people who's just like, oh, I get it. Like, later, I'm like, this is totally fine. Yeah. Like, it's, it was in my head, and I don't ever hate on other people for, like, not reciprocating. Cause yeah. Because like, I never even said anything to her. It's not like she knew. Yeah, You know, like, yeah. we had a threesome or, or a couple times, but... I even even then I was like, oh, she's just trying to get with this dude, and like yeah, I'm actually, trying, yeah, just I'm actually facilitating this. Yeah, but I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. I don't care. I don't, you know. But anyways, we were like travel partners. She's the girl that's actually in the heroin documentary with me. There's like one on YouTube that I'm in, and she's um, the girl Ria. She's passed away now, but like, oh no, did she pass away from heroin? I mean, I'm not sure that story, but she lived a lot longer, like years later, and I know she was on and off using, and I think i heard that she got clean for a little while and then went back i don't even know because i stopped kind of keeping in touch with her because one of the couple last times i saw her she was still using and i was like okay you're like gotta stay away from that (laughs) wow which so did you so she passed away like how long ago um i don't remember now Mm. time i'm one of those people i feel really bad about this but like time is just the past yeah it doesn't matter it's really it's it's honestly really hard for me to keep track and that's why people are like oh you should write a book i'm like it would be like how i'm talking already like just nothing's in sequent sequential order i just i'm like i don't know it happened back then it could have been a year ago could have been 10 years i don't know right right um, but you did a, her- a heroin documentary on YouTube. What's that called? Well, it's called Black Tar Heroin, Darken of the Streets. And um, it's like uh, five kids like in the 90s that uh-huh. are um, some people did a documentary in San Francisco. Like wh- really, though, uh, that documentary should be called Five Kids Homeless on Drugs because it was a- not just heroin. And a lot of us were really young in it and not really that bad with it yet like i mean when they leave me in that story i'm like only 21 uh-huh. and it got ten thousand times worse, worse after, than that after yeah. that did you they know? give you money for the documentary no, of course not they didn't give you any food or i think the most anything? i ever got from them was like 60 bucks one time and that was because they flew me down to san francisco to try to film some more because i kept hitchhiking away and coming back right right and i kept trying to get sober because i dated a guy that was like trying to kick all the time and i was like Sure, I guess I'll try again. But his method of quitting heroin was like working out, smoking weed, and drinking. And oh, I was like, nice! Replace one thing with another. Great. I know, and um, I was like, I'm not. I cannot. He would wake up dope sick and like start working out, and ugh. drinking, and smoking weed. I was like, You're like, dude, that's not, not how it fucking goes. doing that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go shit myself. by. Yeah. So <laughs> wait. So how how long were you on heroin for? For like. Like almost nine, nine yeah, years. From seventeen to like twenty six. I got sober in two thousand one. So you're completely sober. Yeah, now. I've been sober eighteen years now. Good for you. I love that. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Do you go to meetings still? Sometimes. Yeah. I I'm a big advocate of them. Yes. I think that uh, they are very important and they saved my life. Yep. Um. I just found that it's very hard in LA to find meetings that fit my schedule. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, and also meetings where like in LA, I feel like um. A lot of people want to fuck you, and like it's um, like people a, have ulterior motives. That's a huge, 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 huge problem in LA. Yes. Um, in Portland, Oregon, where I got sober, I moved there in 2001 because my sister went through a program there that was dope called um, Funny. It's called. It was dope. <laughs> it was dope. <laughs> it was, literally, it was called the Mentor Program, and uh-huh. it was basically um, a de- like a rehab that was run by ex heroin hat. Ex heroin addicts, and now it's like ex drug addicts because now it's open to everybody. But so you know they get it. Like, they, you know what yeah, I mean? it's, it's not like, like some sober dude coming along being like, "I get what you're going through, yeah, dude. Well, Let me like, help it's you." Like, yeah. It's like someone with a PhD being like, right. yeah, "What you're doing is bad." And you're like, "Oh, thanks, doc. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is fucking really horrible." No, yeah. and it's like these people, if you would to you know like go party or whatever, or just like go out and whatever, they'd be like, "So." What did you do exactly? And if you tried to bullshit them, they'd be like, okay, really? Because we know, you know, yeah, yeah. And they, they, you know, they could look in your eyes and know if you're telling the truth or not because they've been there. And I love that program, but um, it was AA slash NA based. And uh-huh. so, you know, like I really, 
got a big strong foundation in that when I first went because they I went every day for multiple times a day for over two years and I wow. made sure that I really like immerse like, yourself in it yeah. got it yeah, yeah and then um you know like uh I don't know it's in Portland if people try to hit on newcomers mm-hmm. or if male members try to talk to female members specifically they get called out good they get yeah. fucking called yeah, out yeah cuz it's uncomfortable it's hella uncomfortable yeah, yeah. it's hella inappropriate mm-hmm. it's basically child molesting because yeah, the people young. that are coming in newly sober or newly to a meeting they need help yeah they're not, not there to get dick. fucked yeah 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 and yeah it, well and, and women yeah. are guilty of doing it too yeah some I've women go there to ends. fucking yeah. seize on dudes too mm-hmm. it's not like we all go in there fucking healthy Mm -hmm. you know like people are in there fucking still sick and doing some sick shit still Mm -hmm. and i'm not judging i'm just saying that should be like if you're a person in a meeting like i wanted to start a fucking sex workers meeting specifically you should start one dude i just you should start one you should start a uh, fucking support group for people a safe space yeah a safe space for mine would be still male and female or of all all genders right right and um but people that specifically do not want to have that going on in meetings because they have sexual uh jobs or issues and issues you know what i'm saying because it's like every time i've gone to a meeting here i'm not even fucking kidding you it's literally and it's not like it's a meat market no i'm not like that at all i know i've been i've been yeah you could be a fucking you know dumpster rat wearing a bag yeah but if you have a vagina you're gonna get surrounded by dudes at the end of the meeting here and it needs to fucking stop it's a lot it's a lot and i and i feel you on that I'm really proud of you. Like, I mean, obviously, it doesn't matter even what I think, but I think it's really rad that you like got your shit together and got sober because I know how I know it's hard. Like, I know, you know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. Like, I mean, I'm, it's really hard at first, but I think yeah. after some time, you really realize how much better your life is. Yeah, right? your life is always going to get better exponentially. Better. And even though, like, I have fucking you know problems and stuff now, you know, like people die, life, you know, life still goes on. Yeah, but I always know that the solution isn't to get fucked up because it never fixes it. Nope, it never makes it better. Nope. And even for the second that it does. Like you're that there goes for a away. second, yeah, and then, that goes away, and then you got more problems and then you're because even you did worse. that. Yep, exactly, guys. Like every it's not, fucking time, it's not worth it to go back. It's just a, fu- it's like putting a fucking bandaid on a gunshot. Like, yeah, it's like every not every do it. person that I'm friends with that's gone back out there, I'm just like, I see them and they fucking slowly fucking Fall looking apart. like shit and yep. fucking getting. I know I don't look amazing right now. No, too, I was actually looking at you and I'm thinking how great you look. Like I actually remember <laughs> meeting you briefly like a long time ago in hollywood i think mm-hmm. i might have just said hi to you with your dogs or something yeah i and remember you seeing you younger too. than than then thank you You look great yeah you really do you. you really do so i want to hear about some of this shit the fucking bullshit that you deal with like at the club when fucking dudes come in because you're dancing and cheetahs is just topless right or no, we're not even topless it's just bikini bar dude Dude, but so you can drink alcohol there, guys. In California, there's like laws where basically, if it's a strip club nudity, there's no alcohol allowed. But if it's a bikini bar, you can serve drinks. You can, yeah. We have a full bar, but the girls don't take anything off. Nothing off. That's a bullshit law. Yeah. And um, what sucks is like a lot of the dancers that work in LA are so used to it that Mm. they're like, oh yeah, no, being nude is gross. And I'm like. No, it's fucking not. Yeah. Um, I was a fully nude dancer for 10 years in Portland. Even wow. like, you know, I got sober there and two years later I started dancing and everyone's, every, everyone from my rehab is like, oh, you're going to get loaded doing that job. And I'm like, Mm-mm. no, because I didn't get sober to work at Taco Bell. Yeah, okay? exactly. And I don't have an education and I actually tried to go to college for a couple of years first. That's why I mm-hmm. didn't start stripping until two years later. But like. It was hard, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, college, I could not. I was just like, I can't. My brain is so damaged, you guys. And I like did not graduate high school, and I got a GED, but I still tried to power through a couple years of college, and it just was like not not your fucking thing. Couldn't do it, and I was like, okay, you're only young once. I can fucking dance right now, and then I can go to college later. Yeah, yeah. You know, or become or like an esthetician, or I do makeup, or do whatever. Know. Like I could I d- see you being good at all that stuff. I just honestly, after this, I just want to be a dog mom. That's all yeah. I want to do with my life. I would love to yeah. like rescue. <laughs> dogs and just yes. take care of animals i just want to do su- stuff with animals after you could always this. work like, at a vet too. i would you know like yeah, yeah. i took veterinary assisting when i was young and i do like some of that so yes, something so. with animals love them yep but yeah um we don't get naked and it's just 
the culture in LA has made it so like the nude clubs are pretty much brothels and then the bikini bars are not. But then people still get confused and okay, not everybody that works in a nude club is prostituting and not that there's anything wrong with prostitution. I want to say right, that too. I'm right, a sex worker's right, advocate right. and I think that grown adults should do whatever the fuck they want to do. Make their own decisions with um, their bodies. But also they shouldn't be pimped. They should oh, yeah, that's be in charge up. of all that shit themselves. Yeah, yeah. So. Be, your own, be your own pimp, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> which is not happening, which is now that strippers in LA um, are employees. We are actually being sex trafficked by the government now. Your employees? We're fucking employees making minimum wage. And guess what that's going to create? An environment where women are giving dances that they don't want to give because they're afraid they're going to lose their job. Wow. When did that? It was recent, right? That law just passed this year and a lot of clubs were like, our club was trying to hold out. They were trying not to do it. Like, Cheetahs doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, But tax man's going to come after them if they don't. Everyone's going to get audited. So you got to report your fucking tips? Oh, we're on an app. And you don't have to, I mean, our tips are like, you know, it's like same as bartenders or waitresses. We right. are cash tips on stage, but our lap dances go directly to the club now to pay our minimum wages. Oh, no. And you used to make bank off lap dances, Okay, right? I did not. You didn't? Um, I'm one of those people, and this is the thing is I don't have yeah. a lot of stories about yeah. like um, interaction with customers because my interaction with customers is basically me on stage uh-huh. with them because I don't really spend a lot of time doing lap dances. I pretty yeah. much avoid them. Yeah. Um, I'm not good at talking. Uh-huh. To, I feel like you're great at okay. talking. I'm not good at convincing somebody that I want to have sex with them. Oh, because you're like, I'm not really wanting to have sex with you, so right. I can't fake it. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, fake that. Yeah. So, like, probably I could convince them if I actually did. Yes, <laughs> yes. So then they'd probably have to be, you know, my type. And yeah. I don't see a lot of those in the club, so. Yeah. You know, that's except for that. my coworkers. Yeah, and so you're like, I'm not trying to fuck this dude. That's the worst. Yeah. That's why I could never be a stripper yeah. because... I could never dance on a dude that I did not find attractive. I would be like, get away from me. I don't want to fucking touch you. Like, fuck, that'd be so hard. I I mean, I can... I can do it, but I'm, like, super playful when I do it, and I don't mm-hmm. think people usually want more than one from me because I'm not going to, like, look Lick in their eyes and, fucking, and be yeah, all like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm, like, all horny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I want you, know, you so like, bad. I don't yeah. do that whole, like, sexy thing. Yeah. I'm more of, like, a um, jester. I, like, yeah. do a little. Burp. <laughs> you pull, like, a fucking bunch of flowers out of your ass. Yeah. You're like, look. I would love to, you know, like, I'm, like, when I, I pull, like, a scarf out of your vagina, oh you're like, it keeps going. Why did I never do that when I was new? That would have been great. Okay. You're just, like, the funny stripper. They're like, back. that girl's goofy. I love her. Yeah, that'd be, I mean, I feel that'd like be I, me. I'd be, like, pull, like, a fucking red nose out of my twat. I always joke that I'm, like, a dolphin at SeaWorld, and I'm just doing little pole tricks and stuff like that, and I'm just, like, kind of just showing off my little, look what I can do. I love that. Are you good at pole tricks? I'm not good, but um, you can get I'm by. good at making it look like I'm good. Hell yeah, whatever. You know? Fake it till you fucking make that's it. That's what I do. I mean, when I first started dancing, there wasn't really pole classes. It was like that's wow. like a newer thing. Yeah. There wasn't pole classes, and there wasn't. Um, once again, there wasn't the internet. There wasn't like things that you can watch on YouTube to, to learn. learn how. Yeah, tutorial. Um, you couldn't really buy like your own pole back then. I mean, mm-hmm. I have one now in my yeah. bedroom, but like, you know, it was. It's just one of those things. Like I didn't. You know, I just went in there kind of like from my tree climbing experience was like, wow. oh, I know how to do this. So tomboy, you're like, yeah. I'm going to climb this like a fucking well, goddamn oak tree. <laughs> I don't know about you, but you know, like when you're young and you see those like playgrounds that have like that big octagon thing. Yes. I don't know what yes, that. I remember that. Those thing. are yeah. my favorite those things are fun. in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and honestly, I've Pull always wanted to have one of those to to like dance on. Oh, whoa, that'd be a cool performance. I mean, I just, I you have a whole- You should do solo shows, like yeah. performances. Like you should be- a... I, used to, I used to do stuff like that in Portland. They had like a burlesque night that was called Sinferno. It was alternative burlesque. And I was like doing like these like blood guts violence shows. And I could, you know, bring in props. And I had more money back then because you make more money when you dance nude. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Um. And also people in Portland understand tipping. Right, right. And um, In LA, everybody's a bunch of cheap fucks. Yeah, they're so cheap. They're like, we have so much money, but we have so much money because we don't treat anyone I just love it. the people yeah. that come to the club with a stack of money and they just sit there the whole time. Like, look at my stack, but you can't have any. Yeah, that's fucked. And then it, it'll so always fucked. be like that one per Like... Then, then there'll be like these like rich people that come into that you know have money, but they just 
You know, like everyone else that doesn't have that much money, they throw some singles. They throw it. Yeah. But the person that has a lot of money is like holding on to their one dollar. Like, come work for this. Come jump You're for like, me. Bitch, it's a come fucking do- dollar. It's a dollar. Go suck your own dick. Calm down. Yeah, get the fuck out of like, here. What am I? Where should I put this? Throw Up it. Up your own ass. Throw yeah. it. <laughs> like I don't care. Don't. That's fucked. It's Fuck old, that shit. And it, what? It, but isn't there some dope uh, nude clubs out here? Is you don't want to? You don't. You can't dance in them because well, you're alternative. Yeah, they don't want you. Yeah, I guess Which what? Is they don't like tattoo girls. Up. Most of the Fuck clubs, you here. guys. Like you guys need a little goddamn diversity. Um, I want to speak to your manager. I don't even care. I'm like, gonna personally <laughs> request you. I call in a different know, club. Right? I'm like, um, is she there? Well, you guys need to get your shit together. Um, the thing is, those like wouldn't want to work at most of those clubs because they do attract more of a gentleman's crowd, and that isn't my crowd. And I like a yeah, stage crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, if they don't have a big straight, I actually did want to work at Sam's Hofbrow, but like, I've heard of that place. That Downtown place is. LA, right? I mean, like everyone says it's like hella ratchet or whatever, but I don't care. Like, I went in there and I was like, it looks fun. They got like a cool setup and yeah. like. You know, every girl I know that's worked there is like, oh, the girls are really bitchy and mean. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it looks like a fun club, though. But it's, um, yeah, I went in there and auditioned and they were like, no. You should open your own club where it's just all fucking tatted chicks. Just the whole thing. Like, and cool, like. I mean, that's so Portland. Is it? It's so Portland. And that also, it's it's like one of those things like, you know, like. I'm not bashing Suicide Girls because I think right, that right. they were great. They like honestly, if it wasn't for Suicide Girls, I probably wouldn't have like had such a good career. I was never a Suicide Girl, yeah. But because I had the look of what one might look like, um, a lot of people that want to see that on stage really, you know, because I think Suicide Girls kind of like sexualized that whole tattoo, like yes. you know, whatever, mm-hmm. um, and it made it cool. But like, uh, I mean, it was cool already, but like made it more like, oh yeah, that's more like mainstream. A, and yeah, like, yeah, mainstream, yeah. I guess, is the yeah. word. And so um, I could profit from it, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, but the thing is, is like, it's like just once you once you like kind of like focus on it, then it becomes a little cheesy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like you're like that's kind of lame. Now. I don't want everyone because yeah. then then everyone no, still looks that the, everyone looks the same is. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the true. point of that? Yeah. You know, like it's like they they opened a like just a um, metal punk or a metal strip club. In Portland, that's called uh, Rose City Strip, and it's it's cool. I worked there a couple times, but um, I think the sad thing is about that thing is they just play metal there, and that's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of the dancers there aren't even into metal. They're not. They're just working there because it's like they want to like get the metal dudes money or whatever. But I'm mm-hmm. like, but I so can they're not even into the scene. But you can totally so tell like like these so girls fake. don't know this yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I like grew up listening to punk and metal right. and death rock, and like I love. Basically everything from the seventies and eighties and the little nineties, little but yes. like past. And then the only thing that I like really modern is like, um, you know, gangster rap still or hip hop and stuff. You know, like which a, is cl- classic. Yeah, you, you have to love that. Well, I like anything that sounds angry or whatever. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so tell me like one of your fucking horror stories that you were saying that you were when you were dancing. Um. Well, I mean, just from dancing, the the worst case scenario there was in Portland. I was legit vomited on three different times, and um, that oh, was like someone leaned over the stage and no, fucking... that was actually in private dances, and that. <gasps> and oh, then, oh my god! I was jizzed on as well. So oh. here's here's one of the vomit stories, and that's um, oh my god. the vomit things were usually so that. Like the club I worked at in Portland is really well known for like people bringing their bachelorette or birthday or bachelor parties. Like it's like a young people like er- in Portland. If you turn 21, you go to a strip club. That's okay. like you don't go anywhere else That's when you thing. turn 21. Yeah. And so but I also like being the way I look would be like the girl that people want to fuck with their friend. Like get a, get a dance. We're going to get her that crazy girl. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that'll yeah. really fuck with them, you know? Because like, yeah. that's what they want. They want to fuck with their friend, you right, know? Right, right. And uh, so I would always get the newbies, you know? Yeah, and, like, the little there, fucking dweebs. And, and they never been that drunk before, you know? Right, right. And like I remember I was like giving this one guy a dance and he was, I could tell he was just kind of like, he's just laying back and he was like, hmm. Oh my god, like, he looks like. Are sick. you okay, dude? You, do you, you know, like I'm trying to dance. I was like, yeah. do you need to use the bathroom? But like, yeah. he's like, no. I'm trying. And I was like, mm, I don't know. Uh, and I was like, keeping my distance. Yeah. I mean, excuse me. We already have to be about a foot apart ish in Portland. There's no touching. Yeah. 
But um, at the same time, like I was keeping a little further because I was like, I think he's gonna. And then I noticed there was like even a little spit up on his shirt. I was like, I think he already kind of like did a little, you know. (laughs) And then, and then he like totally like leaned over. He just started like go for it. I was like, oh my god! And I like backed up, and he just like puked. But it was like all over. I had taken off my bikini already. It was like all over my bikini. Oh god! You're like, dude, fuck. I was like, I guess I have to go home now because I don't have anything thing to wear. Me. Did he b- ha- pay for your bikini? No, but like you what know, like fuck? so. I I remember I put that bikini in a bag and I like took it home to like. Well, I put uh, it, you know, in my uh, car. Like, gonna put it, wash yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I remember opening the bag and just. Yeah, <laughs> fucking nasty, just retching. You're like, it's gonna make you throw up. Oh God! Did he at least tip you well? I mean, I got paid for the dance, but I think he was super embarrassed. I seen him Good. like years later, yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, oh my you're God. The dude that and he was like, oh my God, you remember me? And I was like, ah, you kind of made an impression. He was like, no. Aww. He was like, that was the most embarrassing night of my life. I was like, it was funny, dude. I don't, I'm not, you know, but yeah. he was really like, I didn't want oh you to remember that. God, dude. Was like, that was one time, and you said it happened two more times. Yeah, one, well, one time we were doing like a couple that were getting married on stage. And oh, so my it was God. Like me and a bunch on, of girls. on the strip club? Yeah, at the strip club. There were two sitting in chairs on the stage. And like, and I saw that guy coming too. I was just like, he was just all like, oh, no, you can always tell when they got the wobbles. Yeah, they're all, you know, yeah. he's just like, I don't know. Oh, no. And I was just like, Oh, I looked at him. I was like, "Go, go to the bathroom now. Go, go, go!" Because I yeah. saw, it. and he was, he like leapt off the stage. He's running to the bathroom. The whole way, he's vomiting and just leaving Ew, a train. Oh God! <laughs> it was so awesome. What the fuck? Yeah. And then what about the dude, the jizz? Because you're not guy, allowed to pull your dick out. He didn't pull technically pull his dick out, but he. We were dancing at this club in Portland called Devil's Point, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> this guy was this guy who also was like. He tried to like uh, hit me up one time. He was like, "Oh, this is like on MySpace days." He's like, wrote me on MySpace. He's like, "I'm thinking about having a a mohawk night at um, Devil's Point." I was like, "A mohawk night? That's like, fucking cheesy, bro." I'm the only one there with the mohawk. He's like, He's- "Yeah, yeah, you get it. It's just me and you." <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> "You're like, uh, <laughs> I'm not into just entertaining you all night, bro. No, it's not happening." A mohawk night. But he was like friends with the owner, mm-hmm. so he thought he could get like you know special mm-hmm. privilege or whatever. And then he came in one night and he was like, can I get some dances, though? I was like, okay. Mm, because I normally would just be, like, too busy. I'd act really busy. But I was, like, kind of a dead night. I was like, okay, I'll give you a dance. You're like, you got money? And, of course, yeah. he, yeah, well, he, of course, he's paying. Yeah. But then um, he's wearing, like, the fucking full-on silk shorts. Oh, I hate, oh. Silk or like the fucking the sweatpants or like no, the, they're yeah. like the silky yeah. like yeah. Ba- basketball, basketball shorts or shorts, whatever. Yes. So you know yes. he could he was hoping that I'd like really sit on his lap and grind on his dick, but I totally didn't sit. I didn't touch him. Mm-hmm. I was not touching him the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was uh, three songs, mm-hmm. three songs we did, and, and then, you're not even touching him. No just touching, dancing, just dancing, just moving around, and then at one point. Um, I'm like I have my back to him, which I did most of the time because I didn't want to look at him, mm-hmm. and like, then I felt i was wearing thigh high <gasps> boots i felt like a splat and like i was like at what, what? Part, back of your thigh on the back of my thigh on my boot and i was like are you fucking kidding me you just jizzed on my fucking boot and he was like oh my god malice i'm so sorry i've just always wanted to do that i'm like yeah but you don't you don't Ew. i was like you know you're 86 for life now He's like, I know, I know, I'm so sorry. Oh, what the fuck? I know, but it was cool because I got to write him off and I never had to talk See to him. See him again. again. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. like, did you get him out of the club? Like, you could never come to the oh, club. Oh, yeah. Again. He's yeah, 86. He's done. He's out of yeah, there. Yeah, because you can't, you cannot you can't do, do that, that at a strip club. Ew. Like, you cannot just jizz on girls. Like, I've heard at some, like you said, like some strip clubs, like it's I mean, gnarly. Yeah, some. some strip clubs, girls give hand jobs. Oh, yeah. Like, I dated a guy who was a strip club DJ. Oh, and he God. used to tell me all this kind of, right? Did he work at Crazy Girls? He worked at, um, <laughs> God, what's the fucking name of it? It's just some fucking piece of shit place in the valley. I forget the name of it. Anyway, he was a strip club DJ, and he told me, like, they had been busted, like, twice already because they would basically, it was basically, like, a fucking prostitution place because girls would give hand jobs, girls would suck dick. Like, they would just try to turn a blind eye because the people would pay more, you know, and then well, the DJs yeah. get tipped more yeah. and, like, blah, 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 blah. 
But yeah, like he told me it was fucking gnarly at some I mean, points. once again, not that there's yeah. anything wrong with that, but there should be, basically, if you Rose, ask me, yeah. there should be brothels well they're slash, super strict they're, now yeah like, they're, yeah like, i think i think no there should be now. um yeah. like decriminalization of all sex work and they should mm-hmm. have separate places yeah, because separate it places is like that. harder for a dancer that just wants to dance to make money versus she, if she's working in a place like that that where girls are like, sucking dick like yeah i mean girls, i yeah i worked at crazy girls for a little while when i first moved here because they had like the rock nights there and i would host them and like present bands and stuff right right and um, that's what i was thinking of on the brea crazy girls that one yeah, yeah. yeah and um but if anyone ever asked me for a dance, they'd always be disappointed because, like, right next to the left, there's just a sheer curtain. And you can kind of, mm-hmm. like, you can totally see, but you can see a little bit of what's going on next door. And there would always be some shady shit happening. Yeah. And, like, I remember sometimes dancing for someone and they'd be like, can I get a dance like that? How much for that one? I was like, you would have to ask her for that type of dance. Yeah, I, don't, I do don't do that. Yeah, that type of dance. And, of course, I wouldn't make money because I didn't do that. That, you oh. know. It's and, such a bummer. Like, yeah. it's such a bummer. I mean. If that's what you want to go do for a living, like it's fine. Obviously, I mean, no I have judgment. Pl- yeah, um, you know, make money and do what you're with your body. Which you I wish do, I'm one of those people. Harder. I wish I could. Yeah, I wish it's, for it's me, like, it's yeah. more. I'm just a dominating personality type, mm-hmm. and because um, I mean, in my logical mind, like it makes sense because I've yeah. had horrible sex with horrible people for free. Yeah, so, which is the worst. Yeah. So. I'm yeah. like, these women are making a profit and some of them might even be getting some good sex out of it. Like better yeah. than some of the fucking horrible sex I've had with people for free. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the things I think about all the time. I'm like, you know, when I was a little girl and my mom was like fucking random dudes, I'd be like, she should really be charging. <laughs> Dead. No, I, I, it's kind of crazy though because I'm the same way as you though. Like I could never fuck someone that I wasn't into. Like I could never suck yeah. their dick or like touch them. Like mm-hmm. I just can't do it. Yeah, like, people I'm are always so... like, why don't you do porn? And I'm like, I really like to choose. Yeah. And then it, it just has to kind I of be never. a little more, for me, yeah. half, like probably more than half of what turns me on sexually is the hunting. Yeah. I like to hunt. Yeah. And like, that's also why I can't do relationships because once I get in the relationship, I get bored. You you won the person over. It's not even just like winning. It's more just like there's no the hunt anymore. Over, there's the no game. Done. That's very guy behavior. I'm a very, very much dude when it comes like to sex. That's a, that's yeah. a guy's, that's how guys are. I know. Because they're like, they are so, like girls, my girlfriends tell me all the time, even one of my girlfriends right now, it's like, oh, I fucked him and now he's not like being as like romantic to me and like he used to mm. message me every morning mm. and then like, dude, you fucking gave it away too soon, you know? Like it's gotta be, but that's the kind of thing, like some people then they're like you, like it doesn't even work out because then once you get the person, you're kind of like, okay, this isn't fun anymore, you know? I mean, it works out for me if like the people that I've dated that our relationships last longer is if they um, still have a really busy life mm-hmm. and they're not, like obtainable to me at any moment mm-hmm. you know but if they're just around all the time then That's i can boring yeah eh, you know, yeah what yeah. the fuck like or do you like people that like some people i have girlfriends that like they never like guys that like them they like the guys or girls that treat yeah them I, like w- shit. I would i would say okay no one can treat me like shit not like shit, i don't but like you know what i mean but <laughs> yeah, not but, like but not like super into them you know what i mean i mean if someone's into me they still have to like i need them to be more just still like kind of on their own shit like Mm -hmm. they can't be into me in a way that they like really you know Mm -hmm. i mean i dated a girl once that was really like that with me but the thing is like mine and her relationship was probably one of my best and most favorite relationships because both me and her were the same type of personalities where we both were givers and we Mm -hmm. both really wanted to please each other in every single way and she wasn't you know like i she like really played hard to get for a long time before we got together and then she but she was still open to when we were dating she would still date other people and i need that which mm-hmm. is weird i like, you like a you lot like of my partners are- don't think i love them because i want them to date other people mm. but i might be a little cuckoldy i'm a lot like a dude i might i like knowing that other people want to fuck my partner and mm-hmm. i like um hearing their stories i get off on like them still having adventures and i don't even need the whole time i dated her i didn't hook up with anyone else mm. but um she was also like super into s&m and i'm not mm. and i le- like i like the look of it and yes. i like um well i like the, and i like the basics of it i like all the basics i'm just not hardcore like she is 
she wanted to like really fucking torture me tie you up and, and fucking put fucking pliers on your she nipples. like tied me up um to like her weight equipment <laughs> and then she like put um like us uh, clothes pins all yeah, over yeah, me yeah. did that torture then did oh some like God. candle wax shit then she put an ice cube in my vagina yeah um, i mean i was like blindfolded um like uh fucking my mouth was covered everything yeah, like i don't even know what's happening right now <laughs> honestly the the ice cube thing if that I wasn't tied up, I would have fucking kicked her ass. Yeah, I would have fucking painful. killed her. It's so uncomfortable. She knew that I hate being cold. Uh, I hate fucking cold anything. I would. There's no way I would want an ice cube to ever touch my fucking skin. I would have pushed that shit out. I've been like, uh. oh god, it was like so rigid and cold. It froze my pussy. Like Fuck my shit got that. numb. It was, it was a big ice cube. Fuck that. Ew. The only reason I didn't kill her. It, after that is because I knew that she was gonna fuck me really good after. Okay. And like, well. I mean, both me and her like fucked each other till we couldn't take it anymore. All the time, we would just like fuck wow. each other to death. Wow. Yeah. Like sometimes for hours, it was just like we were both competitively fucking each other, which is she was the best for that. It burns a lot of calories. Really, it's really good exercise, guys. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> it'd be like your ar- <laughs> this arm gets tired, this arm gets tired, your mouth is broken. You're just like, I can't. I have to use my foot now. <laughs> dead i actually did fuck her with my foot once every part of your body is just fucking like exhausted yeah um and then you were telling me one other story i know the things telling me to wrap up but i just love having you here and i love like just having real raw honest conversations because i feel like so many people come on these podcasts and they're like oh, i want to tell like my most innocent story because i don't want to like look a certain way oh, yeah. it's just annoying mm-hmm. so i just love how real you are um you were telling me you like were dating a guy at one point and what about that guy he like the the strap on one yeah yeah so this wasn't dating this was oh, okay just like going on one dates. night I yeah. was like really horny yeah which I'll be once a month or something <laughs> you know like I'm 44 now I don't fucking care you like are? yeah like you look like you're like 30 thank you dude I thought we were the same age yeah. that's crazy no you in my in my 30s in my 30s I was much more ravenous but like I've definitely like chilled Calm out down. in my 40s yeah. I'm kind of just like eh fucking mm-hmm. sex cool maybe I don't know whatever. Um, but I think part of that is just I work a lot here. I just yeah. have to work so much. You look fucking awesome. Thank you. Like skin's great on point. Thank you. Never would have even thought you were over 40. Thank you, Kat Von D makeup. Yay! <laughs> not that I not that even being forty is even old at all because mm-hmm. everyone looks fucking I mean, look at J Lo, she's fucking fifty. J Lo kills me. I'm insane. so in love with her. Insane. I saw oh. her in person and I wanted to be like, I'm gonna see her in person. She's not gonna look like that. Nope. Fucking bitch looks like just perfect. Anyway. <sighs> Sorry. Gorgeous, Go- gorgeous, and like smells good and everything. So go ahead, back to dildo guy, um, or strap on. Dude. Right, sorry. So this story is one night. So I was like horny, and I was like, I need to go hunting, and I like. I don't know why even out on Hollywood Boulevard in a bikini with like a bow and arrow (laughs) I know I should just go to the college because that's where I'd find more of my type like I like innocence so I would be like usually hooking up with like people that are not don't look like me you know like I like innocent like clean showered you know I'm I'm, that's not the opposite of me I'm clean showered but like I'm just saying like I just like innocent people because I have none but um I was at the Rainbow, gross, already gross. The story starts gross already. But, like, I was, like, honestly, I wasn't really there totally prowling. But, like, I was kind of just, like, is there going to be anyone fuckable here? I don't know. Like, sometimes. But, like, there was a guy I started talking to, a musician. I'm not going to say his name. But, anyways, he was, like, kind of my age, which is normally not my thing. I'm, Mm -hmm. like, usually, like, way younger. Mm -hmm. But I was, like, we had a lot in common. We started talking. And then we were just talking about sexual stuff. And, you know, he asked me, he's like, hey, have you ever fucked a guy in the ass? And I was like, I mean. Just eat at the rainbow at the book casual up. conversation. We're, I love you it. know, sitting at the bar. We're he's bar, like, you ever do bar that? peanuts? Did you ever fuck a guy in the ass? <laughs> yeah, right. And I was so like, well, casual. no, like I, I fingered a dude in the ass many times, but yeah. I've never really gone. Yeah, I've never had a dude that like requested it. Right. I'm not going to, you know, pull it out, you know, that on yeah. a dude. I'm yeah. like, I've fucked girls with strap-ons, but like not a dude. And he was like, oh, yeah. And then we just had some more conversation about sexual scenarios and stuff like that. And then he was like, like, one of the other things I really like, I'll be attracted to someone for, even if they're not, like, totally my type. I'm like, okay, they're, like, not in town for more than a day. <laughs> and they have a hotel room. I'm like, okay, that's even better. You're like, like I now, never have to see you again. <laughs> and I don't have to see yeah, you again yeah. and we don't have to go to my place. Exactly. Okay, this is sounding hotter and hotter, okay? <laughs> And um, he's like, yeah, I'm just at this hotel down here. And um, he didn't drive there. He walked and he was like, um, I had that big creepy van back then. Yeah. 
And I was like, I can give you a ride back. And then by then I was just like, eh, man, I'm just fuck this guy, whatever. And so, um, you know, I park and we go inside and like literally walk in the door and he comes out of a room and he has a hog tie and a strap on. And he's like, all right. And I was like, oh, he was prepared. Oh, you have. You're like, I was. You're like, you, we just talked about this. You meant tonight. Here. You yeah. meant like. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Well, this will be my first time fucking a guy in the ass tonight, I guess then. Check that off the bucket list. Oh, my God. And I was like, just, you know, like, I mean, this is new to me. I wouldn't normally like to experience this with someone who I've kind of gotten to know a little yeah. better. So I know how to know if you're having a good time. Yeah. I don't know, but like, let's just walk me through it, bro. So he just bends over and you just fucking fuck he, him in, in the no, butt. No, he's hogtied, so he's like oh, in yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. Okay. like hogtied mm-hmm, sitting mm-hmm. up position, yeah. just fucking, you know, getting fucked in the ass, and um, then and he loved it. Yeah, and then he ate me out a little bit, but I was like, he didn't really like fuck me, and I was kind of like, mm, okay, You're that's like, not. That's weird. I'm not really a big oral sex person. I'm kind of like, I don't like oral sex. Either. I'm kind of a germaphobe, so I don't really like mm, mouth on the. Especially, well, okay, once I get to know someone, once I'm with somebody, then fucking we can do whatever. But yeah. like for a first time scenario, I'd really not like to um, swap a lot of spit and shit. Yeah, you know, like it's just like I always use protection. I'm always safe. That's how I'm still healthy this this day and time in my yeah. life. You know, like because yeah. I've always been safe. Even you know when I was a junkie, I fucking use condoms with people. Yeah. I didn't fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and even if I thought the world was gonna end, I still want to use a condom. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's scary. <clears throat> you don't want to fucking be careful, guys. When when know. I was a little girl, if my mom took a sip of my drink, you didn't I wouldn't want anymore. Drink it. Yeah, I was. I'm like that too. I I'm. Like I've that. always been yeah, like. I don't like that either. Or like she, even when your when your partner wants to use your toothbrush. You're oh like, no, hell dude. no, no, dude. I don't no. give a. Like, I don't care you... if we make out kiss, but, like, that, we're oh not sharing two brushes. No. Yeah. I would gross. be horrified. Horrified, yeah, horrified if somebody even asked to be like, yeah, let's share a toothbrush. You're like, Ugh. what the um, fuck? Can... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. So, but then, you know, he did that, and then he was like, yeah, I'd really like to hang out tomorrow. And I was like, after that, it, like, made me more horny. And I was like, okay, like, I want, I'm going to try to fuck him again tomorrow yeah. and, like, really get mine this time. Yeah. And um, but the next day I had to work at Crazy Girls that night and I was telling him, I was like, listen, at Crazy Girls, if you're late, you get a late fee and it's like 40 bucks. And um, I was like, so I can't be late. And he's like, no, meet me here and I'll we'll whatever. And um, we go. Then he's like, he makes me go out to get food with him first. Mm -hmm. And I'm like. Did you like the conversation with the dude or no? Was it no, just at like, this point I just wanted to get fucked. Fuck, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. okay. We're you're, you're like, oh look, it's a uh, fuck o'clock. Oh <laughs> god, okay, to be done talking. Fuck me o'clock, yeah, cool, bro. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, and then can we stop at this store real quick? I, I need some condoms and shit. And I was like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I have some, but maybe you need your specific right, brand. Right, I don't know. Right. So we went in there and he grabs like a new dildo. And then I'm like, um, what's going on oh here? And then on the way back, I'm like, you know, I don't have a lot of time to like, you know, do a whole. I feel like we thing. should just yeah. do like regular sex this time, so we could both get off kind of, and like then I can go to work. Yeah, he's like, no, I won't take that much time. I promise. And I'm like, okay. And so I fuck him again, and then I'm late for work. So I basically ended up having to pay to work, or basically pay you to didn't fuck get him. Fucked. And I didn't get off. And you didn't get off. And you ended up fucking him in the butt again. And then you had to pay. Yeah. Fuck. You know? Guys suck sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes they're really selfish. Yeah. I mean, I've been selfish too. But I usually, I I pre-warn people. But I definitely wouldn't ever make anyone like late for work. And then. And be reciprocal in bed, guys. I mean, it's like, it's not a one-way street, you know? Like if you want, the key to a happy relationship, I was watching this interview with like this like, fucking 90 year old people and and uh it was like a couple and they've been married like forever since they were like 14 and the guy was like well what's the secret and he goes well we have sex every day even if we don't want to and he's like we make sure we're both and i'm like geez you're like a hundred like what do you fucking have sex with like i don't know it's kind of scary but that was their answer and that you know i don't yeah i wouldn't want to do that (laughs) yeah i'm freaking 80 fucking hundred years old like with his dinosaur dick like No. no but i mean they were happy and they were like that's the secret like just make make each other come every day anyway that's yeah crazy. no because i'm yeah there's plenty of day like i have a thing where in the winter i get really bad seasonal depression even here yeah, i thought it too. i thought yeah. moving to la it i'd be like oh no. i don't have that anymore because it's still chilly here i mean oh. as much as it's not like the fucking east coast it's still chilly if i have to wear pants it's just yeah i'm sad yeah like if yeah pants or are sweatshirt. a symbol of yeah. sadness to me <laughs> i noticed you have no pants on yeah oh, she has no pants on okay, no cool. pants love it. ever i hate pants um, yeah, but Do you yeah. want to get married one day? Not really. Don't believe in no, it. Don't believe it. I think it's 
I, I of course I support everyone else doing it if, if they think it's a thing but I honestly don't understand why it's still a thing mm-hmm. I think in the, our society it's like kind of been proven it's not like necessary mm-hmm. doesn't but, always work um, I think if you wanted to have kids then maybe it's something but even then I don't know and you don't uh, want to have kids no no okay. just more dogs just more dogs I mean, same I Same. think that kids are great. Like, I, if someone, if I was with somebody that already had kids and they needed me to marry them to make a family or whatever, then maybe yeah. there's some kind of scenario like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, that girl that I dated had a son, you know, and like I felt th- like when we broke up, that was the worst part is Aww. I felt like I had to break up with him too. Aww. And I mean, that's part of, part of the reason me and her broke up is I started realizing I had more in common with him. Yeah. You're like, me and the son are best friends. I don't really care about you anymore. <laughs> I mean, because I just, I was like, me and her just have really good sex, but it's not like, you There's know. nothing more to it. It's like, I remember one morning she was like, she woke me up. First of all, don't fucking wake me up. I don't give a fuck if the yeah, house is sleep burning. Yeah, precious. I'm, I sleep. Same. And um, she's playing acoustic guitar over me. Oh, Serenading God. me. And I was That's like, not a way to wake up. I was like, honey, yeah, I know I eat your pussy, but I'm not that gay. Yeah. <sighs> <gasps> like I cannot with this. This was the guitar. dom chick. Yeah, <laughs> she well, she was a very versatile person. <laughs> she was honestly she's really really talented. And, wow, you know whatever. Play but acoustic guitar. But like, can you kumbaya your ass out the fucking door? I'm sleeping right now. Yeah, I can't. she. I felt bad because I think it kind of hurt her feelings. But at the same time, I was like, some girls like. I just that said shit. hurted, hurted I her feelings. Hurted her feelings. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> some girls love that shit, though. They're, like, all oh, about, like, some I think fucking most John girls, Mayer ass she, coming along and being like, Your body is wonderland. I'm sorry. If, if Tommy ever fucking got on the guitar and started serenading me, I'd probably punch him in the face. Like, that would yeah. be so embarrassing. And I he mean, would never do that. He's not cheesy like that. They would have to sing, like, George Michael for me to, do, yeah. like, get down with it. Yeah, it's not. But thing. also, George Michael is my crying music. That's what I used to cry. So it also not get wet. <laughs> I would just start sobbing. Yeah, more. I'd be like, oh, my God, wait. <laughs> Play Kissing a Fool. Oh, God. Alice, I love you. I feel like I could go on forever. You've been here an hour, but I want, like, even it more. An hour like and 36 minutes. minutes, almost two hours. I love having you here. You'll have to be another guest. Mm-hmm. Guys, make sure to go follow Alice McMahon on her Instagram page. It's official malice m-a-l-i-c-e mcmunn which is m-c-m-u-n-n which i should get rid of my last name because i hate spelling it no m-c-u-m m-c-m-u-n-n but it all sounds try to spell that on the phone to like someone in another country or something because m's and n's sound the same yeah that's what it is yeah so it's m-c-m-u-n-n yeah Alice McMahon, it's Irish sounds. Irish yeah, it's sounding. it's yeah. yeah, I'm Scottish, Irish, Native American. Right, you're everything. Yeah, you're just everything. And girl. then American, I love yeah. it. And make sure to go follow her and show her some support and some love. She's been an amazing guest today. Make sure to leave lots of love in the comments so she can check them out on the YouTube channel. Make sure to like, rate, subscribe. I need your approval in my existence as a human being. <laughs> Please, it means so much to me. And I love reading all of your reviews on iTunes too, guys. I mean, I have over a 1,000 reviews for this podcast, and I read all of them, and I take all your feedback very seriously, and uh, it's just been awesome, and I've loved having you on as a guest today. You're fucking rad and just congratulations on everything of you becoming the person that you are today. Thanks. Because you're fucking killing it. Yay! And make sure, guys, to stay tuned next week with more amazing guests on the Wars First. <laughs>